News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the uh, French President Emmanuel Macron has announced a pilot scheme that would see school uniforms made compulsory across the country if successful. Should Ireland follow suit or should it just ditch the uniform altogether? To discuss this, we're joined by Eric Nelligan, Assistant professor, uh, Principal even, at St Munchkin's uh, College in Limerick and Emma D'Souza, writer and political commentator. Emma, to you first, what's your take on school uniforms? Morning, Shane. Well, look, I think we have to ask ourselves who benefits in school uniforms um, because certainly there's no evidence that it benefits young people. Um, it doesn't lead to better educational outcomes. It doesn't decrease bullying or decrease inequality. Really, it's rooted in a conservative ideology that can reinforce gender norms and sort of um, strips away any idea of the individual. So I think if you think about it from that perspective, who benefits and what is the purpose of them? I personally advocate for the idea that they should be scrapped. OK, Eric Nelligan, do you agree? Uh, no, I don't. I suppose when I was preparing for this interview uh, last night, uh, I, I, I thought of it from a like I'm a parent, like many people listening. Uh, I'm involved with students every day, and I'm, in, I'm a I'm an assistant principal in the school. And for me, every single element, every single one of those categories benefits from a uniform. So uh, this morning, now I'm getting my kids up for school, and I have a five year old, and she loves trying on different clothes. So every weekend, we spend. 10, 15 minutes uh, fighting over what clothes she wants to wear. In the, the day is school days. She just puts on her uniform straight straight off in the morning. It's a great, it, 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 it's, it's a time saver for, it's a time saver for parents. And going back to one of your previous discussions this morning, we all know anyone that can get extra time in bed, it's good for your mental health. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, look, in, in terms of students, look, what we know is uh, uniforms, they reduce inequality. You, there's not that. There's not that uh, argument over oh what clothes are they wearing, what they're coming from. Especially that's especially especially common for girls. Uh, it, it's it's shown that uniforms it definitely reduces stress on girls when they're deciding what clothes to wear in the morning. And um, because there's there's okay. an element of fairness, everyone comes wearing the same clothes, and there's no argument over what you yeah. what uh, person's wearing. Emma, what how about that? Like it's a time saver. It's fairer. It reduces inequality. It reduces stress. Well, you often hear that argument that it reduces inequality, but there's actually no evidence to back that up. There is actually evidence to show that it can lead to actually greater discrimination whenever the school uniform policies are enforced to a very restrictive way. And I think around the time saver, what, you know, what, what, what sorry, what's the evidence that what's the evidence that it actually um, well, Jessica reinforces Velder, inequality? Well, Jessica Velder, at University of Missouri, found that actually um, students, particularly young girls were being discriminated against because of the school policy being done and enforced in a very strict way. So if they had anything that was out of the school uniform policy, they were then being sent home at a far greater level to students who did not come from an ethnic minority background. So there is some evidence to show that it can lead to discrimination. But the real point here, Shane, is that there's no evidence to say it actually does decrease inequality. Students always find a way to create differentials. Social classes are still evidence, even in a uniform system. But to the point around time savers, I think a greater time saver is just being able to put on your own clothes the fact that young people have what? to, you know, Emma, wear I, I, Emma, I have to, I have to, I have to cut in there. Like uh, uh, teenagers uh, putting on uh, clothes at the weekend takes a hell of a lot longer than putting on a school uniform in the morning. Yes, well, maybe because they don't have any choice during the week, and so it's more of a novelty. I think that whenever it's just normalised, and we do have to remember that there are over thirty-seven thousand students in Ireland who go to an educate together school that does not have an enforced school uniform policy. And that is completely normal. So it's about normalising school uniforms. Okay. If you look at countries like Sweden, Norway, Belgium, Austria, Italy, Denmark, 
they do not have school uniform Eric, policies and it's normalised. Eric Nelligan? Well, I suppose, look, you, you, you'll get data to back up any point. And just from my experience, and like I said, when I was researching this last night, everything I read mentioned uh, reducing bullying, uh, increasing fairness, removing teacher bias. Look, we all know, unfortunately, bias in people exist. Teachers have bias. Subconscious bias about appearance is, is reduced. Subconscious bias about what way you look is reduced. And I suppose we've got to think about it in today's society. We have to think of it from an environmental impact. Uh, school uniforms are, are frequently passed on from one child to another. It's, it's increasing sustainability, reduce, reuse, recycle, that type of, um, that type of mantra we want to push now. Uh, it saves money for parents. Parents only have to buy maybe one or two sets of uniforms or three sets of uniforms at the start of the year, and that will get you from through most of the year. So there are a large number, there are a large number of positives. Look, this, this, the world isn't going to fall down if uniforms are, are removed or kept. But what we've seen, they've worked well in Ireland for the past 100 yeah. years or however long they've been around. And, and uh, it, they are working well. And most, and most people are happy. Most, most young people, parents and schools are happy with uniforms. So I would say allow different schools have their own choice about what they, what's best for them. And I suppose one of the other advantages about uniforms, it takes designer labels out of the equation. Obviously, uh, less wealthy families can not afford designer labels. It takes all of that out of the equation. Yeah, look, I think that the thing is, is, is that kind of... Um, Social class can still be evidenced in different ways in a school uniform environment, whether that's from the bag they have, from the shoes they have, whether students yeah, have to have. It's reducing it So I do think that, you know, they're, you know, the idea that a uniform removes any kind of social class within a school uniform system is not actually backed up by. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't say it removes um, it. I said it, it, it takes the designer labels out of the, out I also of the equation. I just think that if you look at the, you know, it would be good to get the perspectives perhaps of of teachers in the schools in Ireland that do not have uniform policies on this, because obviously it's not my experience, I don't know it. But I think that if you look at how they are operating within their school system and the fact that they do not have uniform policies and it isn't a problem, I think that you need to look at how that reflects the fact that, as Erica said, the sky wouldn't fall in or you know it wouldn't be something that would be um, controversial if school uniforms were taken away with. I do even want to bring up the history, the history of, of school uniforms. I think if it's it's interesting for me anyway, that they actually date back to 16th century England. And that when you look at today, Australia, Cyprus, India, countries that do maintain school uniforms, they're actually former British colonies. And so I kind of see it as more of a hangover from a historical oppressor. And I think breaking away with that is something we should not be scared of doing. OK, Emma D'Souza, writer, political commentator, Eric Nelligan, assistant principal at St. Munchen's uh, College in Limerick. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let us know your take. 87 106 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.